Hello, hello. Welcome back to my circle at Medicine Transmissions. I am really excited to dive into today's focus. My plant buddies. All these wonderful and incredibly diverse plants that we have living on this planet. This is something that goes deep for me, folks. Get ready to get nerdy. <laughs> and definitely get ready to get weird. Because the world of plants and other medicinal allies gets pretty weird. Especially when it's looked at from both a scientific and ethereal spiritual as my view tends to go. I like to go deep both ways so that I can see through both of them more clearly, if that makes sense. And so for this one, because there'll be many times, many moons in the future, we'll be sitting around talking about plants and different, different topics about them, different focuses, different parts of their nature, and how to utilize them, how to work with them, um, and also just their importance in our life. But for this first dive in, this first introduction, this first opening, I'm going to use this opportunity of how people are looking to care for their bodies right now as a way to get some really good information to help you um, and, and those loved ones around you get some really good allies in your life for now to help your bodies and your systems cope with the different things you may or may not be going through or things you don't want to have to go through, um, preventative medicine, medicine working with situations and seasons because, you know, we, we get different seasonal effects at different times of the year. Different, our bodies show up in certain ways. So it's good to start tuning into those things and work with them and um, using times of, of either illness or crisis or whatever it is to start that is, is a great opportunity, a great way to respond and not react to a situation. It's really grounding too, so it helps um, and then you can start to apply this uh, way of supporting our body system, <clears throat> our body system, after this initial reach for that type of uh, support from different plants. And so it becomes an opportunity then to really have this whole lifestyle that is really beneficial and can be used in so many different ways and levels, and you can really use it integratively with other techniques. Um, and things that bring health and vitality to your body, to your system, and to your life, and the quality of your life. So plants are really, really wonderful like that. Very, very modular, very diverse. So that's my hopes for bringing this discussion to the front at this time, is to give you an opportunity to dive into that, if you so choose. Um, and whatever level you do is always beneficial. We could always use more plants in our life, even if it's, you know, cups of tea. That's a great way to incorporate the different things that they can support us through into your life. So, with all that being said, let's dive into what I've been doing, because this, this is the whole inspiration for this particular circle that I've called, and why we're here right now, is I had just been you know, kind of watching and listening, the collective and myself and people around me. 
and being like, okay, okay, how do I want, how do I want to show up next time? What's something that is needed for right now? What, what is present? And just plants really were coming up and, and different things um, that I do in my life, like I was saying earlier, seasonally and um, responding to certain types of things that show up in my uh, community as illness or different stressors, things like that. Things that I already have built into my kind of mechanism of how I move through the world and move through life um, because I, over um, probably the past, oh man, it's been a long journey, <laughs> like 15 years, probably longer than that at this point of of shifting over to these alternative methods of, of uh, helping myself move through things both physically, emotionally, spiritually with plants and um, you know it's been a whole journey of discovering them and, and finding these different methods of, of traditional medicines and just knowledge, folkism, things like that. Um, using my own intuition and experience with plants moving through them one by one, building relationships. It's been this whole journey. So for me, moving through this time right now, I've kind of gone, I've done some research definitely, as I always do when I'm approaching a more complex situation. Um, but there's also been many things I'm like, oh, okay, that's I, I, that's what needs to be supported. That's what I'm hearing from the collective and from doctors and from other things, but I'm also hearing it from my body, um, what, what needs to be supported right now. And then I'm responding accordingly. Um, and so I hope that by sharing, you know, this type of response that I have and explaining, I'm not going to explain all of going to super in depth and all the plants, cause then that would be a super long <laughs> situation. And I, I don't, I don't think that's beneficial for right now. I'm not feeling that called forward. So I'll dive deep into a few plants just to give you this beautiful, um, example of, okay, I'm choosing these these plants for this reason, and this is the breakdown of literally how they work and what they're doing um, and, and why then I'm choosing to to use them in this way and use them together or use them um, in rotation and things like that. So you can start to kind of see, oh, okay, this methodology, this organic movement with plants and um, how they kind of work in a symphony together. Um, and the different nuances of each plant, some you could, you know, like chamomile, keep drinking and drinking and pretty much always, and it's good. And then there's other things that, you know, you want to rotate out. You don't want to have every day for more than, you know, X amount of time. Sometimes it's two weeks. Sometimes don't do it for a month. Don't do it for days in a row. It, it really depends plant to plant. So it's, it's really good to experiment, but always to really know what you're working with research, you know, look up in books and internet source, um, Really get to know your allies. If you can work with an herbalist, that's really best. Um, if not, um, then really research your stuff. Know, know what you're taking. Um, plants are very diverse. But there's a lot of really mild ones that you can start with um, that you don't have to be as cautious with. And and those are kind of the you know usual go-tos for beginners. So I don't mean to... Um, overwhelm you or, or, you know, keep you like, oh, I don't know about this type thing. Um, I just want to uh, be straightforward about, you know, the whole spectrum of plants and working with plants and, you know, a good way to approach it. Um, and plus, the more you research, the more you get to know them and build the relationship with them. Because like I said, they each have their own personality and their own spirit to them. And they all interact with our body system so differently. And 
getting to know them in that way and researching, knowing their nuances, knowing knowing their medicine that they bring and you know how they're trying to balance the body, that that's it's a very good thing to know. And and a lot of times um, when you start to work with them yourself and incorporating them in, then you really get to know them in a totally different nuance and how they affect you personally. And by listening to your body and, and get, being more in communication with it and seeing what it naturally wants um, and, and asking it those things and giving it these different experiences and options, then it, you know, then your body knows what it needs better. So it can communicate that to you. And, and so it gets you more in touch with yourself as you're working with these plants too, which is always really beneficial it's surprising to me always how many people don't talk to their bodies but maybe you hearing me say that is like you talk to your body what do you mean and that's surprising to you so I guess it's all perspective um but it's still from my perspective it surprises me that people don't talk to it um that that you know your body knows what it needs and sometimes what your mind thinks you need is not what your body wants or needs at that moment and sometimes it aligns but it doesn't hurt to get used to Having that conversation, just like listening to the to the inside, you can you know your cells literally are what are talking to you. Just focus on the area, or focus on the thing, and you know you can, within reason, <laughs> know what you need to do, um, or at least what direction to look into. Like, what do I need? What needs to be focused on? And then you can do your research from there. Um, but this whole working with plants kind of opens up and encourages that kind of or- organic dialogue with yourself. And that tapping into your intuition, because we as a people have worked with plants for millennia for so much time um, that we only that we know of. Right. And I'm sure it goes far, much further back than what is written. And so we have this deep relationship that's already so built into us. Right. And to tap into that is to tap into those deeper parts of ourself and, and trusting our bodies. And, and man, if that is not super important at this time, um, I mean, it always is, but right now I feel like there's an even bigger calling to really own that. Trust your body, know your body, know how it works, know how to like, listen to what it's trying to tell you, um, what your, um, intuition and, or your heart are trying to get you to go towards, um, what, what do you know is true or what, what action do you want to take coming from a really balanced place that you really know yourself? And again, that not reacting but acting from is going to become ever more important, I feel like. So this is a really good way to slow down, root in, and be able to come from that balanced place. And also when we nourish our bodies and give it what it needs because a lot of these plants that we use for specific purposes also have so many minerals and vitamins that at the bare minimum are really nourishing our system and giving our body the puzzle pieces it needs to create itself and renew itself and be strong and create good structures and heal things um, and, and be able to continue to evolve and learn new skills and develop in new ways. We want that. So it's really important, especially because currently up to current times, um, there's been more farming practices that have stripped the earth of these important vital things and not replaced it. And thankfully, there has been a resurgence to go back towards regenerating the land and and replenishing the soil of these things. Um, But it will take some time. So until we've gotten the soil back to that point where what we're eating is 
is nice and full of nutrition to the level that that it was intended to be um it's it's really important to do these extra things to get more nutrition more vitamins minerals and all the different metals and things that that help our bodies really to sing and hum and and be the regenerative and vibrant vehicles they were meant to be and they can be you know our bodies are actually built to be very self-healing um but there needs to be the right amount of homeostasis in our system in order for it to um, function optimally. And that means having these vitamins not only for our body, but for our minds to also be balanced and not have all these crazy different levels of all these hormones running through or too much cortisol from too much stress, things like that, right? So for all those things and more, plants are our friends. <laughs> so let's jump in. So clearly, we want to support our lungs right now. And not only do we want to support our lungs, but in an overall sense, yes, let's give our lungs support. Let's, let's, let's do things that are stimulating and, and um, regenerating for our lungs. But also we want to make sure that the level of mucus is, has some kind of monitoring effect on it, right? We want to keep mucus low, but we also want to keep the mucous membranes healthy, and, and, and do things that will help to keep them doing what they need to do and not be hijacked or not be slowed down, not be brought to a stop, but continue the process of what our lungs do, which is if there is something that's trying to get out a virus or some kind of thing in there, right, a particulate matter, something that, that the lungs don't will not function as well with them in there, it needs to be expelled out, not stuck, right? So help the mucous membranes stay juicy and also help them get it out as like expectorant, cough out, um, but actually remove the mucus. So first we'll start with mullein. Uh, this super cute fuzzy plant. I love this plant so much. Um, it has really, really fuzzy leaves that you can use as toilet paper. Um, and it also has a huge column that grows up the middle with these yellow flowers. And so, um, and this is a really great ally to help remove mucus from the lungs. And you want to use both the flower and the leaf because um, the flowers are soothing um, and coats the lungs to reduce inflammation and tightness, right? Caused by like asthma or bronchitis type ailments that cause that tightening, um, And the leaves act more like an astringent and an expectorant, again, which is like that, like, removing. It causes that, like, not just coughing, but coughing that actually removes phlegm from from the lung system. Um, And it also expels unwanted particles, like I said, or or mucus, mucus that has particles contained in. Um, and, and for this particular use, you also ideally want to use it as a tincture because you want that really concentrated um, form of it. Uh, you can be used as a tea. That's fine, too. But really, the tincture is most ideal because this is a more of a uh, you want more of that concentrated, more serious dose of that expectorant and the soothing. And so I've been taking a lot of mullein and mullein is something that you can use um, not quite, I would say, as much as, as chamomile. I'm rotating it out, but um, it's a more gentle one, so you can use it more long-term, which is nice. 
Um, and so I've been using that. And I, I take that one often in my rotation. And, and obviously, in, in normal times, it's kind of in my bigger, like, monthly, half-monthly rotations um, of herbs I use. But I, I, I do like to support my lungs, um, especially during season changes like we're having now when there's a ton of pollen and mold and all these things waking up just to kind of help my body system um, regulate and also because it's going from hot cold hot cold anytime there's that it's nice to help the the lungs uh, move move along with that gracefully and be able to you know um, do what they need to do in order to not get clogged up and um, also um we want to be able to um, be able to have something that is going to as an act as an expectorant, but also that will loosen the phlegm up. Because, um, like, the other molin is more of that soothing to the system to the throat and and to the the mucous membranes getting it kind of like relaxed um not inflamed right so it's not getting all stuck and um also helps it to move out but you it, it would be even more ideal if if we could have another partner worked in there that loosens the phlegm itself and helps to make it easy to come out um, to, to kind of work in, in partnership with Molin in that way. And, and I really like eucalyptus for that. I have it in this chest salve that, um, that I use and has a bunch of other herbs that are supportive in that same way. Um, like peppermint has a similar effect that eucalyptus does. And then there's other herbs, um, you know, rosemary thyme and things like that, that act as this like antibacterial, antifungal. Um, but the eucalyptus is great because it's so soothing as as, as uh, aromatic. You can breathe it in, and you can also, like, as, as the salve is absorbing into your skin, because I put it on my chest and my throat because it feels really good um, for both and helps both of my systems out when I do that. Um, and but you, but you can, yeah, you can smell it, and that just having that smell and breathing it in alone will open up the airways because it's so aromatic in that way, which is, is different from mullein. Mullein has more of like the effect, but if you smell it, it's, it's a beautiful smell, but it's just plants. This one, you smell the eucalyptus, and it's like, like I mean, everyone has smelled on eucalyptus. You're like, oh my goodness, yes, you feel it opening, and it's kind of this like soothing type balmy <laughs> effect. Um, so I like using the eucalyptus for that. And it also helps to kill the bacteria and some viruses and, and fungi. Um, it just really, overall, though, supports the respiratory system specifically. Both eucalyptus and chamomile can help to relo- relax the bronchial airway, um, the bronchial tubes that link the windpipe to the lungs. So, it, again, this has a more of a direct effect to, like, okay, in there it's really relaxing it and and bringing it down, um, and since it has that methanol compound to it, it really helps to open the airways all over and even inside the lungs, too. It's just really, really soothing and a very powerful um, 
cleanser. And, and so it kind of hits all those different sides and um, works really nicely with other plants to help to op- loosen, but also to relax. Like you can uh, mix in lavender or tea tree oil, which, you know, also helps, lavender helps the nervous system relax. Tea tree oil is also another really good aromatic, but it's a good antibacterial. So you can mix these together, have them all working together in a salve, or they could be used in rotation with each other. Again, if that's what your body like wants a little bit more variety, because you, you don't want to do the same thing all the time. Sometimes um, it, it kind of is more effective if you rotate. Um, and, and sometimes that's just what the body wants, or sometimes the body wants the same thing. Again, go with that intuition that your body is helping you move through. So, yes, eucalyptus. It's also great anytime you have a, a flu or cold because you can put it in the shower and have it either in a tea bag or you could have it um, hanging in branches. You can buy like the branch and hang it up in there and just let that steam open it up. And it, it's something that's known to help with the symptoms of, of flu or cold, but it also just gets in there and, and will help your um, sinus system and, you know, your throat, your lungs, all the things that get kind of agitated during those times and can really help those symptoms out. And so I, I mentioned that chamomile um, is, is similar to the eucalyptus in the way that it relaxes the bronchial t- um, tubes, but it, it goes further than that. So let's, let's dive a little bit deeper into chamomile. And again, this is one that I said earlier you could really drink regularly. It's so gentle. I, I drink it for so many reasons throughout the year. I love it at, as a nighttime tea, lavender and chamomile. Again, just kind of good at, at, at upkeep with, for the immune system anyway because of their other properties, but it's also very relaxing to the nervous system, really gets you ready to, like, you know, go towards bed and have that whole ritual of nighttime and, and like, going into dream time and letting go of all the day. And so you can really fully get a good rest. But it also relaxes the blood vessels and... This means that it not only um, reduces inflammation, but it allows things to move through the blood more easily. And this also means that it's going to reduce irritation that inflammation and reactions are caused, you know, or or caused by, or (laughs) that are caused by them, right? So, So that's important to reduce that irritation so that the body can heal but that also things can move through more easily either if it's through the blood or if it's the mucus that's trying to come out right um and it's known to specifically target to reduce the mucus and the phlegm so it's going to help that body through that process right and um it also will help with anxiety and and relaxing more easily kind of bring you into that space just because of its its properties medicinally but also um, just a soothing plant in general. It, it just the flavor of it, everything about it. I love chamomile, and it is a very strong soother of skin problems, you know, and, and of like membranes uh, issues. I've I've used it for canker sores, and I've used it. Um, I, I had a rash once, a really bad one, on my mouth. In my mouth, you know, it's such a sensitive place. It was like on my on my like upper lip and below because I had um, gotten some stinging nettle. 
um, poisoning on my finger, and I didn't know that it was on me, the, the uh, little venom that they produce in their hairs, and I wiped my upper lip, and then I washed my hands afterwards, and oh, now I had this, like, rashness, you know, a very tender spot to treat, so I just took some chamomile and um, brewed it, made a poultice, um, basically putting wet plant matter in some kind of wrap or cloth and, and letting it stay on the area that was affected. And I let it sit there nice and warm for, um, quite a while. And I did that, you know, throughout the days and it really helped to reduce that irritation and eventually it dried it out and it healed much quicker than, than it would have if, if you would have just kept festering and getting all blistery. So it's, it's, it's strong stuff. Um, and it's multifaceted as well. So another good approach, or maybe before I go there, I'm going to just kind of throw out some other friends that I've been working with in rotation for the purposes that I've been talking about, like eucalyptus and chamomile and um, mullein and things. So I've been using also licorice root, marshmallow root, um, thyme, honey, and ginger and green tea as well. And so all of those have similar properties and or other ones that are supportive to that. And those are things I encourage you to research and look at and feel out for yourself. Um, I just don't want to make this get too complex or deep. So that's why I'm choosing not to go into those ones. Um, So there are those for you. And so the next thing to help my throat and not only for like soothing my throat, but also for just making sure that if anything has entered my airway system, that I don't want there. This will help to keep it um, neutralized, almost like sanitizing my throat, but in a safer manner <laughs> than most people do. Um, and and so I, I really love using oregano oil for this. Again, this is something I use throughout the year um, for sore throats or for you know things that I know that are, are airway born or can can get um, can come that way. And so um, oregano oil is amazing. It, it's very spicy. I will warn, warn you with that um, for most people's standards. Um, so I get um, the oregano oil, again, the tincture form. And I take anywhere, depending on the batch, right? So you want to test it out with one drop and see how that is. And I do anywhere from one to four drops um, in about like a little shot glass of water. And then I'll gargle it and then swallow it nice and slow. So I make sure it coats all around and then just kind of let it do its thing and and not drink water too uh, close after I do that. Um, You can also just take it directly under the tongue, but that's really intense. And um, I just like it gargling and swallowing it better for this purpose, just because I really like it feels nice because it gets all over those areas in your throat and you can just really feel it coat it. So I like doing that. Um, And yes, so it can kill bacteria and viruses and... um, they're also doing testing that is starting to prove that it can kill some cancer cells. It is also immune boosting, uh, prevents tissue damage, and it encourages healing. Um, it, it, ha- it has a lot of antioxidants in it, and so it helps pre- free radical damage um, be prevented or uh, starting the healing process, right, regenerative. Um, and it also supports the respiratory health, which, again, we're circling back to, to like, really focusing on how can we help the respiratory system be strong. Um, and it's not only about the respiratory system. It's also about the stomach and the spleen 
um, because they are in Chinese traditional medicine all linked together. And the spleen and the stomach are kind of like the mother to the lungs in a sense where it's like a lot of the energy used by the lung is generated by them. And so we want to kind of be working with all those systems and strengthening all of them. Um, Just throwing that a little out there. I'm just giving you all these nuggets that you can either just be like, oh, that's interesting, or maybe I'm going to look that up, or whatever. (laughs) Whatever's coming up, I'm sharing. (laughs) So that's fun. Um, But yeah, that's really good at supporting the respiratory system. Um, Yeah, and and it's like, it's, it's really nice. I like oregano. Always gives me a little boost. Um, and then another good rotator to do with oregano oil because it's another it's it's pretty intense. I I don't like to do it personally too often, or or for a long period of time. Um, and um, another one to put in rotation with it is osnea, and it is also known as old man's beard. It's this this lichen that grows in the trees and mostly in old growth forest, um, very slow growing, um, lichen and it, it's all, it kind of hangs down in like this really magical way and it has a lot of antimicrobial properties. Um, it has, um, an antibiotic property, antiviral, antifungal. It's, it's a hard hitter. It's great. Um, it's, it's also, uh, very slow growing and and so you really want to make sure i mean with all medicines make sure please that they are sustainably harvested is so important to honor these medicines and make sure they stick around by sustainably harvesting them not mindlessly this is really important and especially with with gems like like this friend here (laughs) who really need that extra respect and plus it has really potent medicine you a little bit goes a long way right um, so just want to, want to put, you know, put a word out for my peeps, the plants, and please be very mindful, be very respectful. So yes, it is also an anti-inflammatory as well. And it is, um, really good for prevention and supporting acute chronic lung infections specifically, ones that are like really like dampening in the lungs, like pneumonia, colds, flus, bronchitis. Um, and it's also a great alternative to echinacea to support those type of things if you are allergic to it like I am. Um, but like I said, it's also good to rotate with the oregano oil because both of these are pretty intense. Um, so you really want to use it like when you feel you have a scratchy sore throat um, or if you haven't felt that to like put that on like, okay, a couple times a week, I'm going to do this one. And then, you know, you can do it, you know, well, yeah, whatever you feel it out, but you could like a couple times a week, this one, and then go to the other one and then maybe take a break or, you know, find some kind of flow like that, um, is, is what I do. Again, always, I'm not a doctor. I'm just sharing what I do. So, um, take what you will leave what you will. And, and always find your own way of doing this and, and taking this only as inspiration, not as directive. Um, and always do research because this stuff is fascinating. And it's important to know. So yes, um, it's also really interesting because it kills the bacteria by disrupting their metabolic system. And human cells, they, they're not permeable enough, which means like it's easy for something to move through the st- cell wall. 
Um, so they're not as permeable um, to the usnic acid. Um, and, and so it won't be affected that way. Only, only the, the disruptive cells c- can be affected this way and have their metabolism essentially shut off. And, and so they can't, they can't eat. And it's a really effective. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, literally goes to the source and just cuts their power off like that. So these are just some. These are just some of the things, you know, that I've been doing. Obviously, drinking, drinking other teas that support, like, like throat coat and, like, cute ones like that. And um, doing my seasonal stuff like normal uh, to get through the seasonal times, not add extra stress on my body. So uh, drinking my golden red tea and my other things. Um, and every once in a while, I'll just, like, eat a cough drop, recall that cough drop, just to, you know, get that all up in there and, and, and keep it smooth and lubricated. It's really nice. I also have these ginger pastels that are pretty much just, like, ginger dried and put in, like, a powder, a pressed powder form pill. Um, but I also, you know, you could just, like, eat food with ginger in it and <laughs> drink ginger tea. That's, that's good, too, and I do that, too. It's just nice to have it on the go. Um, and just kind of have it just like kind of coating your, your throat and and mouth. And it's kind of like a lozenge type thing, but pure ginger. Um, so that's something I've been doing to keep that heat, keep that movement. And again, anti-inflammatory all day. Uh, a lot of soups, a lot of home cooking, nutrient rich foods. Um, just been like really focusing on keeping my immune system strong also from my mental and spiritual side. And, uh, that, that's also been really important, um, and using them all together, uh, as a team. (laughs) Um, also just some more random things that are kind of coming up to the surface for me to share, uh, is my use of mushrooms. Um, definitely always in, in, in incorporated into my everyday life. I'm either eating some kind of mushroom, um, I'm I'm making a tea of something that either I've gathered or my friends have gathered. I am also utilizing, uh, my friend has, um, I have several people who like make mushrooms. Either they grow them at their house or they uh, make a powderized version that you can put in your tea or in your soups or in smoothies, whatever, anything, <laughs> so many things, Bake it, baked goods. And just, again, get that, that dose of, of the mushroom medicine because mushrooms of all different varieties, just like plants, have all their different um, body system um, supportive things that they do. And um, some of them are really good for um, the immune system, like turkey tail and reishi, but they all have their specific ways of handling it. Um, I'm not going to go into that at this time because I don't want to steer too far off. I wanted really to start with going deep into just plants. Maybe we can do mushrooms for another whole episode because there's a whole thing with me about mushrooms because they're magical. And them and hemp are going to save the world. (laughs) But I do want to just put that out here because it does fit in with this, and I've been using mushrooms to support my system definitely a lot and um there's ones for energy support like cordyceps there's um chaga mushroom chaga mushroom is definitely one i want to like like asterisks for right now um for that antiviral quality um and and their specific what they target definitely that and um just do your research listen to paul stamets (laughs) 
If you haven't watched Fantastic Fungi, watch the movie. It all makes sense. Um, mushrooms are really great. Uh, they they will help support all your different systems, and um, they're just super intelligent organisms that are good to have in your life and in your body. So yeah, eat your mushrooms. Grow your body strong. Try not to have things put in your body that's going to cause more stress because it's already under a lot of stress right now. We we're, we're doing things, okay? <laughs> so any extra added stress is not needed and it's definitely not beneficial. So do your best to not have ingredients that are not just like made by the earth. Not not Definitely not like canola oil, palm oil, vegetable oil, sunflower. Like no, 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 no poofas. Don't do it. They turn rancid in your body. Um, they're not good for you. Uh, canola oil is like made from a version of rapeseed oil, which is an industrial oil. It's not meant to go in our bodies, guys. But all these oils are it's not needed. Not good. Um, if you need, if there's like a chip or something that you're like craving or something that has oil in it, make sure it's like coconut oil, avocado, in certain certain circumstances, olive oil, but not even that. You know, make sure that you're not having a bunch of natural flavorings or uh, perfumes in your food, dyes, uh, too many preservatives. Um, you know, there's so so many things. Do, again, do your research, jump in, dive into food additives and preservatives, and just avoid it as much as you can. You know, eat whole ingredients, things that your body can recognize and break down easily. Eat eat a good balance of cooked foods and raw foods, you know? Be good to yourself. Drink water. Drink good, clean water. Not bottled water, good water. <laughs> Again, topic for another time. But good drink drink good water. Play, get exercise, find the joy, and definitely take care of when your shit comes up. Listen to what your body is trying to release. Listen to the emotions that come up. Don't let it get stuck in your body. Don't shame yourself. Don't put it down. Work through it. That will also help your immune system. There's also plants that support that. Because they're amazing. Motherwort. Ugh. Best emotional supporter. And this is just like a little tapping into what you can do. Just a little bit. A little boop boop. So there's a whole world of resources out there for us. A whole world of these, this amazing plant system community, right, that are just waiting to reconnect with us and share their stories and share all the different things they can do for us, how they work, and their possibilities, and it also brings us back closer within nature's natural cycles and just kind of helps helps our thinking to, to change to a different way that I think will be really beneficial for the directions that we really need to be going as a collective, as a group of people. And plus, it's something that you don't need some expert to prescribe you a plant in order to get yourself some some good medicine. There is no authority figure here. There is 
no one outside of yourself that has the knowledge. Like you can find this knowledge yourself. You can take care of your body. You can do preventative things to keep it strong. You can listen to your whole body system. And that opens you up to a whole other set of possibilities of of ways to learn to be self-sufficient. To believe in yourself and your ability to take care of yourself and how strong and incredible your body can be you just listen to it and really take care of it and think about what you've been told and what you want to keep walking with and what you realize was never really good for you in the first place and thank it for its lessons and then let that go and keep creating a vital life for yourself a connected life I could go much deeper and much further. But for now, I feel like that's good for you to chew on. If you have any questions or want to hear more about how I've been supporting myself during this time, just shoot me a message. Go on my Instagram, um, Raven Shanti, the bird. R A V E N S H A N T I, and you know, send me a message. Let me know your questions. Um, We can continue this conversation. I just want to keep this concise and bite size. I wasn't even going to do a full episode on this originally. It was just going to be a bite size one, but life's been kind of crazy, as y'all know. So just the way my flow and went, and me doing what I need to do at this time, it just worked out that. I do the the plant as a full episode. So here it is. I hope that it's been inspiring to you and excited your curiosity or deepened things you already know about and affirms whatever it is you need affirmed. <laughs> Plants are pretty incredible. taught me a lot and have been a big part of my journey as a healer um, of both myself and showing others how they can be their own healers in their own life and bodies and it's it's been a wonderful journey so I'm really grateful to the plants you know whenever I'm working with them making a tea or thinking trying to trying to decide which way I'm going to go what what I want to support what needs what I talk to them they're my friends talk to their the spirit of them and you know kind of plug into that relationship I've built with them I'll chat with them and you know tell them thank you and honor them before I bring them into my body because they did sacrifice themselves so that I could get that medicine and it's, it's it's just been a very wonderful relationship they're the ones who taught me how to work with energy you know when I first was starting that whole thing <laughs> back when my early 20s or maybe I was 19 I was 19 almost early 20s so I hold plans in a special place in my heart I hope you start to have that relationship with them as well or continue it if you already have it I mean, tell you, plants are going to become even more important in our lives. I'm sure of it. 
growing gardens, knowing the plants around you, that's going to become a very good idea. Or at least having a community set up where y'all can support each other and work together to make sure we all got what we need. We're all vibrant and healthy and happy, feeling good, taken care of by each other. Holding down our own. So learn some new skills. Do some research. Utilize this time for that. After you get some good resting and no time in, because that's super important. <laughs> Taking time to just be. And then let your mind unwind enough so you can actually be like, wait, what direction do I want to go in? What do I want? What do I want to learn? What do I need to do? What do I want to create in the future? Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for coming and jumping into the plant portal. It is only just begun. <laughs> you go so deep with the plants. Let's do it. Let's do it. So yeah. See you next time. And be well.